This podcast is sponsored by WaterRight Technologies. For effective control of nematodes, look to WaterRight Technologies. Visit wrtag.com slash promax for more information. Welcome to My Ag Life, where we cover your world in agriculture. This podcast is powered by your top publications in the industry, West Coast Nut, Progressive Crop Consultant, and Organic Farmer Magazines. Here is your host, Jason Scott, publisher and CEO. Hi, and welcome to My Ag Life. Today we're talking about walnut husk fly, and we're with Jalandra Rajal from the Area IPM Advisor with the UC Cooperative Extension. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you, Jason? I'm, I'm doing well. Thanks for being on the show with us. Uh, thank you. Happy to contribute. So my first question to you is, is um, can you tell us a little bit about walnut husk fly and why it's such an important pest for California walnut growers. Sure. Yeah, the walnut husk fly is uh, it's a uh, it's a small house about the same as a house fly. Um, it's a pest of walnuts primarily. Um, it's a little bit uh, you know colorful colorful fly. It has a greenish eye and banded wings. But it's about the same as a house house fly. So, uh, but how why it's important for walnut growers is that walnut house fly in the summertime they go and uh, lay lay eggs inside the fruit inside the inside the husk of the walnut, and from where the larva basically has out and it starts feeding inside the husk, and because of that it creates a stain on the cell outside of the cell um, of the walnut, and that becomes unmarketable, especially in cell marketing point of view. And plus, at the same time, because of this um, feeding and it creates a stain and it becomes sort of like a blackish uh, cell, and it also creates a problem for uh, processing these uh, walnuts, you know, removing the husk from the cell those kind of processes also make it difficult. So that's why it's a, it's a challenging pace to, to tackle. I understand populations are on the rise in North Valley for walnut growers. Do you have any sense of why it's becoming more of a problem? It's, it's, it's really difficult to tell uh, exactly why, but I think, you know, I can, I can put a couple of uh, thoughts on that. There might be the multiple factor factors playing into role. Uh, one of the factors I certainly think is that, you know, with the increased acreage of the walnuts, which is true for any other pest also, um, throughout the valley, in northern part of the valley, and, you know, middle part of the valley, so increased acreage of the walnuts creates the environment or, uh, or where they can find forced uh, in many different places. Um, plus, with the, you know, uh, with the increase of these acreage or the newer planting areas that were expanding, uh, maybe those areas are a little more suitable for husk fly. For example, we're probably moving into the area where we grow um, walnuts now is, you know, closer to the rivers or closer to the other bla black walnuts or other places or relatively wet and shady part of the, you know, area. Um, so that might contribute to house fly presence and population. Uh, the other aspect major thing probably is also the winter temperature. So we're seeing, you know, warm winter. Uh, that's nothing new. Uh, past couple of years or even decades, we're experiencing 
experiencing the warmer winter. So because of that, uh, they need a certain seal hour in the winter time to, uh, you know, accurately uh, sort of like uh, emerge in, in the summertime. Um, but if you have the seal hour that is not enough, uh, their emergence will be unsynchronized in the summertime. So that means you might have extended period of emergence of the fly and where you need to basically, you know, the growers and PCA needs to tackle with the fly for a uh, longer time than when we have disciplined uh, chill hours, you know, the chill hours that is that, that meets in the wintertime. In that case, you don't have to deal with that. So there are, you know, a couple of factors probably playing into the role um, on this on this scenario. So how do they damage the tree and the crop? Um, yes, of course, they do damage uh, to the crop. Um, so these flies, actually the flies would not do the direct damage. But what they do is in winter, in, in the summertime, you know, starting from June, potentially mid-June, and um, in July, in some cases, they start emerging from the soil, these uh, adults, and uh, they uh, go back to these uh, walnut fruit and lay eggs inside the hull, uh, inside the husk. And uh, from there, larva will uh, basically come out and uh, come out in a sense that from the egg and start feeding inside those uh, husks. And so because of that, it caused damage to the cell, as I already mentioned. Um, so really the fly would not do the damage, but if the fly is going and laying eggs inside the fruit, that larva is basically what is consuming that husk and creates a problem that is, you know, uh, for the, uh, that is difficult for the growers to sell their, their product. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. Having problems with nematodes? Promax is your number one solution. Promax is a powerful fungicide nematicide that works to kill and control nematodes and soil-borne disease. Promax is a powerful and easy-to-use product in your fields. WaterRight Technologies is your source for this powerful solution. Visit wrtag.com promax for more information. Hi, we're back. We are talking about walnut huskfly with Drolanja, regional area IPM advisor with the UC Cooperative Extension. So my next question is, is are there certain cultivars that are more susceptible? Um, there are some. Actually, in a, if we think about some of our older cultivars are much more susceptible, for example, cane, eureka, um, sir varieties, uh, even the relatively uh, newer variety, for example, Hartley and uh, Tulai, they are susceptible. Chandler is known to be a little less, less susceptible, but I think uh, for the husfly point of view, it's more susceptibility is the one thing, but it's not the absolutely, you know, all the things. There are other factors that are more important than that. For example, if your orchard is near to the source of the water, near to the river, near to the black walnut, um, and in that case, even you have the variety, for example, Sandler, but if you have the source of the housefly population nearby, you get damaged. So it's not really just the variety, but the variety is sort of part of this, um, you know, complex where you can count that variety as a 
you know, relatively susceptible to some varieties as compared to uh, compared to others. But there are a lot of other factors playing into role. Earlier, you mentioned winter chill. Uh, could you maybe elaborate a little bit more on how winter chill affects emergence of walnut huskfly for us? Um, yeah, so this is a so the work is done by uh, Dr. Nick Mills uh, from UC Berkeley um, and uh, he's a student. Uh, so they were basically looking at how these wintertime chill temperature will affect the housefly emergence. So um, they published a you know paper um, looking at these aspects. But in a sense, what I found from that study is that if if there is insufficient winter chill, a winter temperature, um, then in that case, what it happens is that because in the winter time these walnut housefly are in the soil um, as a um, as a pupa, and um, so when they emerge, that because of that insufficient chilling temperature they are experienced, uh, their emergence will be sort of longer time. They 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 emerge you know first a few flies emerge in the June and other fly emerge in August. So they have only one generation, but their emergence period will extend it, and because of that. And because these flies, when come out and then, you know, lay eggs and do damage, if there is not synchronized or the peak activity we see in one time, it is difficult to control, you know, majority of that population. So that becomes a sort of challenge because of this insufficient winter chilling uh, have impact on the adult emergence and thereby its, uh, its implication in, in management. So how can walnut growers determine if they have walnut huskfly in the orchard? Um, so we do have traps for huskfly. Uh, we use um, yellow sticky traps, which is which is common in in insect uh, you know trapping insect in various different system. But this this yellow sticky rod is basically it's supercharged with the ammonium carbonate. Ammonium carbonate is uh, act as attracting in this case. And uh, basically, it attracts the hot flies, the flies that are flying in the orchard. Um, it attracts on those. Um, and so we need to put these yellow sticky traps minimum by 1st uh, of June. But in some cases, we see the fly emerge a little earlier than that. But if you can, you can, you know, go or appreciate and use it uh, a little earlier than June 1st also. So basically, the idea is that putting these yellow sticky card out in the field um, that is supercharged with the ammonium carbonate that attracts the adult activity. And so whenever these we start seeing the adult, and that will provide the guy idea that hey, housefly start emerging. So we need to think about how to manage this stress. Great. Well, uh, we're talking about walnut housefly today, and Jalandra, you have been. Amazing. Thank you so much for your time today. Uh, any final thoughts on what growers need to know about walnut huskfly? Yeah, so uh, I think it's uh, in terms of, I think I would like to say about the management. So for the uh, walnut huskfly, even though the larva is causing the problem, uh, in terms of it's because of the complication that they lay eggs inside the fruit, once they lay eggs and then the, the maggot or the larva will, uh, will hatch from there, we can't really do in controlling those, right? There's already damage is done. So the main target for housefly management is this adult before these female adults before they start laying eggs on the on the fruit. So uh, it is 
critical to determine when the fly will start emerge and follow that pattern and use that monitoring based um, you know uh, tool monitoring tool to determine uh, to the management uh, timing and there are several um, uh, options in terms of insecticides available um, can be used and which also can be found in the UCITM uh, walnut pest management guidelines uh, focusing on walnut hot fly and so these, these insecticides need to use but they are in combination with the bait so basically with all these insecticides uh, uh, are uh, applied in the field in combination with the bait so the bait will use to attract the hot fly to towards that insecticide and um, that will help so i think there a lot more information is available there including biology and other things so they i would like to refer you know the uh, uh, the audience onto that uh, resources for uh, further information this is jason scott reporting for my ag life Thanks for listening. Subscribe for updates on new episodes, exclusive content, and more at myaglife.com.